Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Living, Living Fit. I'm James Roberts. Karen is going to come and give her fit tip, and we'll be right back. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's fit tip. So today, I want to talk to you about eating fruits and vegetables to maintain a healthy body weight. But first, go to 1 Corinthians 10, verse 31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. How to use fruits and vegetables to help maintain your weight. Using more fruits and vegetables along with whole grains, lean meats, nuts, and beans is a safe and healthy way to lose or maintain weight. In addition, diets rich in fruits and vegetables may reduce the risk of some types of cancer and other chronic diseases. Fruits and vegetables also provide essential vitamins and minerals, fiber, and other um, substances that are important for good health. To lose weight, we all know that you must eat fewer calories than your body uses. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to eat less food. You can create lower calorie versions of some of your favorite dishes simply by substituting low calorie fruits and vegetables in place of higher calorie ingredients. The water and fiber in fruits and vegetables will add volume to your dishes. So you can eat the same amount of food with fewer calories. Um, Most fruits and vegetables are naturally low in fat and calories and are filling. So here's some examples of how you can cut calories and eat more fruits and vegetables throughout the day. For breakfast, for example, suppose you eat a bowl of cereal. Cut back on the amount of cereal in your bowl to make room for some cut-up fruits such as bananas, peaches, strawberries, or any other one that you choose. And you can still eat a full bowl, but now you have fewer calories. Um, An example for lunch, suppose you eat a sandwich. You can substitute half of your meat or the cheese for vegetables such as lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers, onions, or whichever you choose. And now the new version will fill you up with fewer calories than the original. And for dinner, take a good look at your dinner plate. Vegetables, fruit, and whole grains should take up the largest portion of your plate. If they do not, consider making substitutions. This will reduce the total calories in your meal without reducing the amount of food you eat. But remember, use a normal size plate or a small plate, not a platter, because the total number of calories that you eat will still count even if a good portion of your meal comes from fruits and vegetables. And finally, smart snacks. Most healthy eating plans allow for one or two small snacks during the day. 
So choosing fruits and vegetables will allow you to have snacks that are not high in calories, such as an apple or a banana or a cup of blueberries or grapes or even skinny popcorn, which you can get in 100-calorie bags. So all of these things contain 100 calories or less. Um, you can even eat a cup of vegetables with some hummus. But the main thing is you want to remember that substitution is the key. So try it. Don't underestimate the value of eating extra vegetables. They will fill you up and you will be satisfied. So thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. Please pass it on to your family and friends. And don't forget to tune in to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. on 100.7 FM The Joy. Have a blessed day. I thank you again for listening to Living Fit. Uh, we've been talking about how we need to start getting our kids uh, accustomed to eating uh, good, nutritious meals and uh, exercising because we were talking about the fact that uh, there was an article that says that the life expectancy of our children will be cut short because of obesity. And that was a report that was uh, uh, in the New England Journal of Medicine uh, talking about the uh, increase of type 2 diabetes, heart disease, kidney failure, cancers uh, are more likely to strike people at younger and younger ages, and we're already seeing that um, now. So the article was saying that uh, if we don't do something quickly, uh, the shortening lifespans would be greater than accidents, homicides, and suicides combined, uh, the author of the article was saying. And we discussed uh, the negative part of that. Part of that was that life expectancy for this generation would be cut by two to five years. Uh, and that we uh, said that obesity is uh, such uh, bad, so bad that... Uh, uh, Dr. David S. Ludwig, director of obesity program at Children's Hospital Boston, uh, and one of the authors of the uh, report said that we're in quite in the quiet before the storm. It's like what happens if suddenly a massive number of, chi of uh, young children started a ch started chain smoking. And at first, you wouldn't see much public health impact, but he said uh, years later, it would translate into emphysema, heart disease, and cancer. And the same thing would happen with our children having heart attacks, uh, strokes, uh, kidney failures, and even amputations, blindness, and ultimately uh, deaths at younger and younger ages. We talked about how longevity projections and uh, notoriously slippery and political charge 
with uh, things like Social Security and pension plans, health insurance, and health care costs are what we see as going to be a problem if we don't do something very, very quickly that uh, either, you know, Social Security Social Security be funded because our children aren't living as long, so they won't need it. Or, but we, on the other hand, Medicaid, Medicare will, will bankrupt us because we are seeing sicker and sicker people. And the other thing was we found out that, you know, there is medical science that's being uh, bought up. A doctor by the name of uh, Dr. Samuel H. Preston at the, from the University of Pennsylvania, uh, he raised the questions uh, about the decreased life expectancy might be uh, excessively gloomy. But uh, the potential in medicine and genetic engineering and the reduction of harmful behaviors like smoking may uh, help us somewhat. And the CDC came out with a high number of over 400,000 deaths that they predicted and... uh, they were hoping that we could cut that number short by getting our children involved in, uh, we talked about the body mass index, looking at their weight, height, and helping them with uh, nutrition and exercise. And so today what we want to talk about is how can we motivate our kids to not only eat right, but to exercise. Uh, and we, we discussed that, you know, our children really don't do anything if we, they don't see us doing it first. So it has to be a priority at our house, at our homes, at our families, that our children be active and, uh, and that we, uh, charge them with eating, you know, a good, healthy breakfast, good lunches. And uh, and we have a problem because we talked about how Michelle Obama, you know, and others have been trying to uh, help us with uh, trying to get our children to eat better and exercise. But it doesn't go over well with people. Uh, and... We discuss how, you know, uh, health, uh, Bonnie Ware said that health is a, uh, a benefit that isn't realized until you lose it. So we read Proverbs 22, 6. It says, start your children off the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. So we talked about how. We need to be eating the foods that are needful for us. Proverbs 30, uh, verse 8 says, Remove far from me the falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the foods that is needful for me. 
And whether we realize it or not, there is food that we do need to be eating. And we need to be uh, helping our children by eating the right foods ourselves and being uh, mindful that it there are consequences for eating the wrong foods or eating late or not exercising. So keeping this in mind, we need to figure out how we can better serve our kids and get them uh, ready to be more active and how we as parents can get involved because our children want to spend quality time with us. That's one of the benefits, too, of, of spending time with your kids they do do better with more family time. I was talking to a client today, and she was asking, well, how can I get it to where we all sit down at the dinner table and eat together? I said, that's something I want to start, and how can I get that started? Well, because we, you know, she was noticing that when she uh, saw some of the foods that although she was cooking, fixing food, uh, they weren't eating it. They were putting it. Uh, they were going out to eat. Uh, they, but that's the problem with us not doing things from the beginning. You know, when I was a kid, and probably you, we didn't have that option of going out to eat. Mom fixed whatever we had, and we would eat that. And uh, it was either eat that or go to bed hungry, which we thought we were hungry. We really weren't hungry. But we would go to bed without eating if we didn't like what mom fixed. But as we got older and started making our own money, uh, we started venturing out and buying things that were unhealthy. And we, we thought that was a benefit, but... We finding out that we're having high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, and we're getting sicker and sicker every year. And we want you and I to be healthy, so we need to start this at a very early age. And the way to do that is to start with our kids and uh, realize that we're not punishing them if we ask them to eat good, healthy foods. And as they get older, it can be a challenge for kids to get enough uh, daily activity uh, because of things like increasing demands at school, uh, a feeling of some kinds uh, that they aren't good at sports, uh, they lack active role models, that's the reason why we as parents need to be good role models. And we are busy working families. You know, we we work, get up early, we go to work, we're doing extra things. My father worked outside the home, and he was very busy too. My mother stayed home. But she, after, there was always chores to do. There was uh, washing dishes, washing windows, uh, sweeping floors, 
inside. And then after that, you was glad to get outside so that you could get away from all the work inside. Then as the grass grew during the summer, it was mow the grass. It was sling weeds. It was uh, till the garden. It was something. It was go to the store. You know, uh, we had activities that had to be completed. And, uh, and although some of the foods that I had to uh, eat as a young person, you know, it was, it was homemade. I got a little chubby eating those foods and sick because of it because I was eating way too much fat. And that's when I started realizing that I needed to do something about what I put in my mouth. And that's what we're talking about today, that children need to know the value of good nutrition and need to be taught. It, like I said, it has to be taught. If you're not going to teach it in school, you need to try to teach at home that we need to eat better and we need to exercise. So there's an opportunity for us to uh, get more active and to involve ourselves with our children and teach them how they might get healthier and live a longer, healthier life. We don't want to outlive our kids. So in spite of the barriers that parents have, uh, we can teach them to love physical activity by doing some things ourselves, getting out, working in the yard, uh, uh, walking, uh, going to the park. Every day we need to make an effort as parents to show our kids that exercise is something that we want to do. And uh, I was uh, going down the road where I live, and I seen a parent with uh, his three or four kids walking, you know, uh, to the grocery store, you know, and that's something that, you know, that, uh, if you have a place close by, you know, walking, uh, parking further away, teach your kids that, you know, we're doing this so we can get a bit of exercise, you know, and, and, uh, then, okay, watching what we, we tell them that, you know, it's treats, you know, because, uh, we get, you know, we rewarding children with foods that aren't health, healthy can lead to a problem because regular exercise provides benefits, and the benefits are strong muscles and bones, a healthy weight, decreased risk of developing type 2 diabetes, you sleep better, you have a better outlook on life, and your physically active kids also are more likely to be motivated and focused and more successful in school. So that should, that's a benefit. Remember, we talked about reminders and routines and rewards. One of the rewards is your brain functions better when you exercise and eat right. So mastering physical skills builds confidence and that's at any age, and even as adults. You know, when we are successful uh, at being athletic or, you know, winning, uh, uh, just shooting a game of horse or, 
you know, we, we, we always benefit from being active. So we need to know what motivates kids. So there's a lot to gain for regular physical activity, as we said, but how do you encourage the kids to do it? Uh, well, you have to choose the right activities for your child's age. If you don't uh, know what those are, you know, probably we do. Uh, we see kids out playing, and we know that they love being active, but if if you don't get involved with them, they may get bored and frustrated. So it helps if you get out there and help them uh, with these decision-makings at the age-appropriate age. Uh, some kids naturally gravitate to activities. And if there's enough kids in your neighborhood that they can get a basketball game or uh, walk to the park and play or whatever together. Those are things we can do that benefit our kids. Uh, and as parents, show that we encourage activity as a way of life. And giving kids plenty of opportunity to be active. Kids need parents to make activity easy by providing equipment, signing them up for classes, like sports, uh, uh, taking them to playgrounds and other spots, you know, where they can be active, you know, walking downtown, uh, uh, not always jumping in the car, but, you know, maybe going to the mountains and climbing uh, uh, the mountains, you know, th those things are exciting to kids, you know, especially when they went to parents because they really they want to spend time with you. So keeping the focus on fun, kids want to do something they uh, they uh, enjoy, and they won't do something they don't enjoy. And if you make it that you don't like to do it, they're not going to like to do it. Because when kids enjoy an activity, they want to do it. Uh, practicing a skill, whether it's swimming or riding a tricycle, improves their ability and helps them feel accomplished, especially when the effort is noticed and praised by you, the parent. So that's uh, uh, another thing that we need to uh, encourage our kids. Even if they're not good at anything, we need to make them feel like we are so encouraged that they're even active so these good feelings often make kids want to continue the activity and even try others you know our coach wrestling some of the kids weren't as good initially as the kids who um, were um, natural athletes but as they got older and we made it fun or we we it wasn't always fun. We, we had to make them run and a a activate muscles. And actually, they wanted to do that. Like I said, they came in the wrestling room to learn how to wrestle. So my job was to teach them. And so I had to, I taught them that if you're not listening, you're going to do push-ups. They got stronger, they got stronger bones, stronger muscles, and a lot of them went on and continued and got scholarships and things like that for 
for the sport, and they loved it. You know, they they liked discipline. Uh, you know, the fact that you were involved. I, I started coaching because my my sons were uh, active there. So, but I kept going because other kids needed my help too, and so we kept doing it. Uh, at toddlers and preschoolers, should be play. Uh, Actively, several times a day, uh, children six to seventeen, they should be, you know, active at least at least sixty minutes, uh, getting uh, some some kind of physical activity every single day, and and this can include uh, free play at home, active time at school, and participation in uh, classes or organized sports. And, you know, you know, you have to look at the age of a kid and see what, you know, they're able to do. Some kids are more, uh, like I said, better athletes. They can start earlier becoming the best at anything. You know, Tiger Woods was a good golfer at age uh, two or three, you know. So uh, some kids are better bounce a basketball because the parents – Make the effort to go out and and be with them. The the Williams sisters, you know, their father would go out and play tennis and teach them how to play. And and some people say, well, he's overworking them. But look where they are today. You know, they they're successful at those sports and they love it. They love being tennis player. If they didn't, they wouldn't still be doing it. Uh, and uh, you know, spending time with your parents, you know. You, it's just uh, an added uh, reward, and and you as a parent have an added reward when you spend t- quality time with your kids out helping them be active. Now, as we age, you know, uh, and get more schoolwork and whatever, you know, we have to make time, and you want your kids to do their homework, but you want them to be... Uh, able to do it. So exercise helps with their mental clarity. So you want them to know that, you know, not only are they being physically helped, they're being mentally helped. So exercise and food does a lot to help with improve with our mental clarity. So and with anxiety. And again, we talked about how we could rest better and, uh, get comfortable sleep and and uh, wake up refreshed and ready to go the next day. And as our kids get older and older and older, you know, they may not want to be around us, but they will continue to be active. And they'll know what your perspective, perspective is on uh, things. And and generally, they'll, they'll make good decisions about their friends and everything else. When you when you exercise and you in a close group like that, we learn to to uh, rely on each other and participate in uh, group sports or individual sports as a team. Also, so I just hope that. Uh, you take what I'm saying to heart and work with your kids and teach them the importance of good nutrition and exercise. 
And, you know, as always, we want to continue talking about things that will motivate our kids to be successful, not only in the, the, on, the on the playground, but in the school uh, and, and, and thinking about education and, and loving and being friendly toward people. Well, that's all my time today, but I do want to say well, next week I'll continue talking about this. I hope that you'll be back to listen. We appreciate you. Uh, Keep living fit and doing what matters. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.